Welcome to Planet Mainstage. My name is John Prentice. Today I'm so happy to feature one of the hardest working musicians I know on the show, Dan Frechette. He loves music and he has been playing, performing, and writing songs almost daily for over 30 years. He's originally from Winnipeg and now lives with his partner Laurel Thompson in California. He has a large number of songs and albums. He says over 100 albums. We have had him on the show several times. He's been back in Winnipeg mostly to visit family the last few weeks. We're going to talk to him in a moment. Also, as usual, in the second hour of the show, our usual Name That Riff contest, and lots of great new music and artists and reminders of their upcoming shows. We caught up with Dan Frechette last Tuesday on a Zoom interview and interspersed our conversation with samples of the variety of music in his collection. So I'm very happy to have Dan Frechette to talk to today. And he's back in town uh, for the last week or so, um, coming home and uh, has done a number of gigs around and uh, has some adventures. <laughs> we'll talk about one right off the bat, I guess, because probably people are knowing about it and uh, uh, are wondering about it, I guess, because uh, we had a, 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 an incident where we could have had a terrible thing happen the other day. You almost thought you'd lost your guitar. This was a wild morning. I had a bad sleep and uh, I was just uh, thinking about my glasses. I had a, a practice with my band, Dylan Ayers, for our gig at Times Change on uh, Wednesday. We were playing at 8.30 at Times Change. And uh, so we were at the practice. And then I, I, I was singing and I ran, my glasses got scratched on the microphone. So it was this big scratch right in the middle of the line of vision and a really deep scratch. Um, must have got caught on the microphone grill. And uh, I didn't notice until I was driving home. I said, oh, this is brutal. And then, you know, I, I did get these glasses originally at Village Optical in town here. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm getting back in my car after dropping off the glasses, and I've been in there for five minutes, and I just thought, where the hell's my guitar? It's not here. I went right to Facebook and announced that my guitar was stolen, and uh, and then I, you know, because you never know, someone might be seeing somebody running around with the guitar case. Yeah, and this is a very unusual guitar. This is not your everyday guitar. This is uh, this is uh, it's left-handed. It's a twelve-string. It's carbon fiber. So a lot of people were writing in saying, oh, I'm pretty sure it'll turn up. And, you know, lots and lots of support. Of course, the next thing I do is I have a show at Times Change on Wednesday and I had these jams later that afternoon. So I went, I kept those appointments. I went to Long and McQuaid and I rented a, a Taylor guitar. I saw a left-handed Taylor 314 CE right on the wall in the corner, right as I walked in the rental section down in Stafford. And I went, I'm going to rent that guitar. And I rented it. It cost me $70. And then I went to my jam with Stacey James and my jam with Terry Cook. And then I went home. And that was the funniest moment where I walk in here. And not only is my brother, who I haven't seen in a year, you know, returned from Mexico, uh, my guitar case is on the couch. So it was like I went from really having kind of a lousy day to being like, just wow, like, you know, so it, it was just one of those uh, moments where I just was in a rush and I guess I just didn't realize, uh, you know, I didn't have it with me when I ran out the door. 
I guess, and not the way you want to discover that you have a lot of support in the city, but yeah. that, was, that must have been heartwarming for you to know that everybody was going to bat. But, you know, it's uh, funny. I, I was kind of laughing at my in my head going, hmm, you know, I can like lie about this. I <laughs> say, oh, I found it in a dumpster or, or, or some kid was running down the street and I ran <laughs> after him with my Superman cape on. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I decided just to edit the post, the original post that had been shared 140 times, which is amazing. Wow. <laughs> and I, I, I basically edited the post. And the cool thing about Facebook is it edited the post for all the 140 shares. Uh, basically, it, it says uh, update guitar located. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I told the whole story yeah. on Facebook. So anyway, it's just, yeah, it better just to tell people, hey, I'm yeah. I'm I made a stupid mistake. We, we all do it. You know, you don't have to be absent, you know, minded or anything, but our lives are so complicated. So I'm just so happy you got it back. And I'm looking at you with it right now. And unfortunately, this isn't video, but it's a beautiful guitar. And, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, this show is on Saturday. So people won't be able to see it in person unless they, until the next time you make come back. But, you know, uh, by the time we air this, you will have had your, Dylan Ayers concert at uh, at times changed, which is uh, is going to be uh, fun, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the guitar itself is uh, is beautiful. It's uh, you know uh, it it it's a it's six string acoustic with an interesting. Oh, it's a twelve string. Yeah. Oh, it's a twelve string. Yeah, it's a twelve string. Okay. I I had, I had a six string uh, last year the ver the six string version. And I really like that guitar, but then I, I had my tall string that I've had since I was a kid, uh, this little uh, ja Jasmine tall string uh, that I've been using since I was in Penawa, you know, uh, 13, 14 years old. And so what I did was I uh, uh, I started noticing that guitar needed some major TLC, and yeah. and that's what happens. Like, I'm, I'm living in a very uh, kind of, I know, it's, it's a wild climate where I live. Like, it's all over the map, uh, lots of humidity or really dry or really hot. So I decided to put it in storage and retire the guitar because I want to play it when I'm an old man. And I thought, well, I'll sell my six string carbon fiber. And uh, I, I, I took the money and bought this 12 string version of, of it. It's called an Emerald guitar. So this is an Emerald guitar. The sound hole is closer to my face. It's not like right over the strings like most sound holes are. And uh, the reason being is they, they actually stamp these things out of a mold. So this guitar is uh, shaped a lot like a guitar, except it has uh, beveled edges. It has like a basically the, the where your leg goes. Yeah. It, it's already it's angled there, so the guitar kind of sits at Beautiful. an angle. Yeah, and very comfortable to hold and um, yeah, uh, easy to play, easy to dial in. It actually has a truss rod in it. Yeah, the, the whole thing is carbon fiber, so the the neck has it has a truss rod, and I'm able to do you know uh, pretty much any setup I want. And um, anyway, the pickup sounds good. Well, I love it. A lot of people yeah. like it. This is not the best, uh, you know, doing it on Zoom, but just to show us, for it to say hello to us, maybe you could just, you know, just maybe strum it a little bit or something so we can, people can hear you got it back. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll just play a little bit of something here.
Beautiful. And that's what we're going to do today. Uh, you agreed to do this. We, uh, you know, there's always new albums and uh, we're just going to probably go over uh, a little bit of how, you know, in your career now you have probably, uh, well, the last I read it said 86 albums, eh? So we want to, yeah. we want to kind of, um, we want to kind of show different uh, types of uh, guitar uh, today. And we picked out five songs and uh, we'll chat about generally about things, but in mean between each song, We'll chat a bit about general stuff, but I think I'm going to start with uh, a, a blues album. And your album was called "Sing Sings the Blues," and uh, the song you picked out for me is called "Quit Your Low Down Ways," right? By Bob Dylan. Yeah, it's a song he wrote early on, and it never was put out. I think it was recorded around the time of Freewheeling Bob Dylan, but it never made it on that album. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great song. I really love it. It's got some good vibes. And I always thought, man, why not just go all the way with the slide guitar and do a full-on blues treatment of it? Can you give a little bit of the kind of like the 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 way the the, the feel of the song there? Yeah. So like. A... Sure gonna do you no good. You're gonna like that kind of yep. Yep. Thing. <laughs> Yeah. 
shack on the highway You could stand all alone by the side of the road Try to flag a ride back on Pretty mama, but you ain't gonna ride in my car no more Gonna need Gonna need My ex Okay, so this is uh, this is from uh, one of your many albums. Well, you, you didn't correct me when I said eighty-six albums, but how many oh, are I there now? It's more than that. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I think it's over a hundred now. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a, a little thing. I says I always think you've made it as an entertainer when you you get a wiki wiki entry. Oh <laughs> and yeah, you, and you have one. <laughs> you I, know, I got update. I got update that thing, or somebody's got updated. <laughs> well, that's where it says eighty-six albums. But anyway, uh, it uh, talks about your, uh, you know, where you're born, and that you had album songs recorded by people like, of course, the Ducks and the Dervish and the Plowboys, and uh, you know, played at the folk festival in Mariposa, Ottawa, and Edmonton, and uh, traveled about the world. And uh, yeah, so actually, I downloaded the Bluegrass album, and on the note on that one says it's on uh, on uh, Bandcamp. It's uh, your note about you, which I agree with. One of the best songwriters we've heard in a long time. That was by Sing Out magazine. Uh, and um, and you say all everything goes to support directly my humble living expenses, <laughs> and then. Yeah. Uh, but there's something maybe you've changed your mind on. The uh, the only place you'll find my albums is on uh, on Bandcamp at this point when you wrote that. And uh, at that point, you didn't believe in Spotify and other streaming services. Has your attitude towards Spotify changed these days? or? Well, here's what happened. It's not necessarily that, that I believe in it any... Like, I don't consider it a great business uh, setup at all. But um, what I what I did notice was that Bandcamp itself, um, I would put out an album and I'd have a flurry of downloads, right? So what's going on now is um, in the last six years or seven years, especially, I've been really uh, going down to my recording shed in Bonnie Dune, California, and recording all the good songs that I've written from the past or songs that I still stand by, songs that I could still stand behind. And so I wound up getting a lot of that done and I recorded all these albums, probably 60, 50, 60 albums, um, playing drums and bass and all that and all the production and all that, doing all that. And then I went, okay, well, every time I put out an album, which at some points in the last few years would be almost every few, three, four weeks, I'd be getting a number of downloads every time. And that was really great. But then what happened is I started going, I'm digging real deep in my songbook to find good songs because I'm going back to 92 back to 94 i'm trying to find something decent that i wouldn't be embarrassed to sing and there's some really like shoegazing embarrassing forced awful songs from back then that i i 
I wouldn't put them on an album. There's no way. And there's probably about 300 of those or 400. So I, I've written 1,650 songs and I've, I've put out probably about 1,200. So then there's all those crappy songs that I'm just not going to bother recording. And then as a result, I went, okay, well, I'm not getting this regular download activity anymore. And, uh, and you know, the downloads, once an album's a little, it's a bit older, you don't get downloads on it as much. So like when you download a bluegrass album the other day, I went, whoa, I haven't seen that in, in ages, you know, like uh, a download for that album. So uh, it, it's just one of those things where I think, uh, you know, recordings run their course a little bit with the fans. They, they'll buy them when they're new and then they don't as much. So then I said, well, I don't see a whole lot of movement on uh, my band camp. And so I thought, well, it took me a whole month to do. And I went on DistroKid. This, uh, there's a site called DistroKid. And I gave them 20 bucks. And I figured, well, I think I might be able to make that back. <laughs> so <laughs> I wound up uh, uploading everything. I have all the wave files for all my albums. And everything's organized because I'm a Virgo. And I have everything I've ever done all ready to go. So it took a whole month every day. I did about three, four albums. And um, it, it just was, you know, it was kind of sad to do. I didn't really like having to get, you know, and, and honestly, I'm not, I, I honestly don't believe that the sound on Spotify um, is as high quality for the streaming as it is on Bandcamp even, or the most highest fidelity would be if you downloaded my album as a wave file off of bank off bank camp which you have a choice to do mm -hmm. so then that's when you hear it like it came off the studio and that's when you really hear the sound and and everything really nice and you know clear but you know spotify has its limitations but i think for a lot of people it's just really convenient and so you know how how how, how limited is a convenience right so i think convenience kind of wins and uh, my brother last night actually he came back from mexico and he had his spotify open and cracked open my my spotify and i'm going i haven't seen it because i don't have it on my phone or anything and i was going like whoa they're all there and so i'm playing him some tunes off of it and it was cool because you know he has his bluetooth which i never use and cranking it through the tv speakers and it's just it's kind of wild you know i have friends who are from all over the place now writing me and saying oh yeah i was listening to you the other day while you know making doing my dishes and i was like oh man that's cool you know so it, just and then it's not just on Spotify. Like the the distro kid, in, instantly puts it up on all these other places like Deezer and YouTube Music and okay, uh, uh, iTunes, Apple, I, Apple Music, I, all that. So you know, iTunes and all that. So I I just said, hey, you know, might as well go ahead and see how that goes. And the cool thing is, I don't have to. I since I own all the masters, I can just try it as an experiment for a year. And so far, I think I have like 80 listeners a month or something. I don't know how many I have, but I, I just said, well, that's nice. And then, you know, a year from now, you know, I could take it all down. I could just not pay the 20 bucks next year to renew and it'll all okay. be gone. What's the you size know? of a check with an average check you get for them or how does it work? They don't necessarily start reporting much at all for the first three months. So the music hasn't even been on there for uh, two months now, maybe. So I don't mm. see the activity yet as far as royalties um that'll that'll probably come in whenever they uh, but but spotify what about that it's the same thing i think that okay. i think that distro kid just collects for everything kind of oh, like yeah. so, so can collects for all the radio okay and, um, i i'm just happy to get any any plays at all it feels good yeah. and, uh, 
people saying, Hey, like, look at you, you know, you can look up a tune. And, and now the cool thing with me is if, some, if I'm playing a song, like I played a song called one puff ain't enough that I wrote. And uh, this guy really liked it. And I said, well, just go click, put on Google, go or on your Spotify, go down for shut one puff ain't enough. There it is. Okay. More music. Let's get more music here. So, yeah. yeah. So that, uh, uh, a big switch around here is one we played recently on the show. I'm gonna play it again now, right now, anyway, because it's a Dylan Ayers. And uh, this is one I said to you yesterday. I got this is actually a cover, it's so uh, familiar sounding and so so tight. It's such a great song. I love it, Life Without Toys, which is the opening cut on uh, Deal with the Devil, which is a Dylan Ayers. And uh, so, uh, changes like from blues, which we just did to more like a reggae sound right kind of or yeah. so like what that is is ska so what i'm doing uh, is I'm a lot of upstrokes on the guitar you know and then yeah. you mute as soon as you upstroke it's kind of like the horns used to do that in the ska records back in the 60s yeah and that was the style of music that was really prevalent like bob marley made a few early whalers albums of mm -hmm. ska in like 65 60 you know that like 64 to 67 around was the golden era for that style yeah, and uh, it, it predated reggae by a few years. I'd be so happy if people I could tell they're listening to my show if they're actually going after they hear this download and you notice that uh, "Deal with the Devil" gets downloaded. Yay, John and Dan! That'd be stimulated some. <laughs> I, I, I would be thrilled, and I'd be on my plane back to California and saying, "Yay, thank you, <laughs> pay for my package check." <laughs>
my own I download ringtones They send me applications To more complications Till I'm rigged to fly Just in case I might die They start me out young On the bottom rung With the ads of smiles Sending me down aisles Working to pay for some illusion of play And I'm texting in the lineup Serving in the superstore Logging on to nothing So bored of the outdoors What's life without toys? I got distractions and noise I've been sold to my bottom threshold And sometimes I believe What's life without toys? What's life without toys? Okay, so we're uh, we're back and we're talking to Dan Frechette, and uh, that was Life Without Toys. And um, so I was mentioning to you how uh, it's uh, I'm a bit envious of uh, your lifestyle down there uh, in California, and how you had just recently posted about a big long walk you had done walking along the ocean where you live. It sounds beautiful. Cliffs and the crashing ocean and wonderful nature trails and stuff like that. So, you know, the life idyllic, eh? In some ways. Well, if you ever come down there, you know, I got some friends that come down and I take them around, show them around. I, I would say that at the end of the day, it's uh, wild how you can be somewhere like that and still really miss your roots in Canada and miss mm-hmm. Panama. I miss where I grew up. I miss um, the vibe here, the feeling in the air. The yeah. crisp, the crisp air right now. Like this is a great time to be here right now for me, and um, I just, uh, I don't know. It's it's irreplaceable. Like the uh, Canada is irreplaceable. So I, I would say, you know, I can go there, but I'm there mostly because that's where my working life is, and my and my music, and and, and where I've been establishing myself as. A, yeah, a and we're... Law, but but I yeah. I got. Day, I, I got to start making more big more trips out here and yeah. uh, now the pandemic hopefully is kind of uh slowing down a bit i can come back yeah uh, every four months like i used to you know because yeah. that's about my, my limit i need i need to come back you know on this trip did you have some gigs out, out east in, in the states or is that um, no i don't the only thing that i have on the horizon is i might do a trip to, to nashville in this in the uh in the winter but i don't oh. have any like right now, all I'm doing mostly is sticking to the Monterey Bay Peninsula area. So like I okay. have, uh, I have like a regular gig down at a, a pub in Cannery Row, and okay. uh, every Thursday, and then and then I have some uh, wedding gigs I play once in a while, and I play uh, the odd Dan and Laurel gig, but that's not so much now because uh, uh, we used to play house concerts, and and a lot of the places now they 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 want. Uh, 
it's just one of those things where you don't have house concert uh, as much anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been interesting. And then the, the, the gigging for me is mostly, yeah, just like playing a, a lot of uh, like just rocking out in these, uh, in these, in these pubs. Uh, mm -hmm. And I keep, keep on getting invited back. And the, the money's good, and I'm happy about that. So I just uh, keep on signing on and mm -hmm. keep on going back. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's great. I mean, I got a little Venmo sign. I know down here in Canada, you know, Venmo. But they have this little QR code that you can put on a sign, and then people tip you. They'll point their phone at your Venmo sign and send you tips, you know. Okay. So it's, it's really, yeah, it's been great. I feel like there's a lot of good things. I mean, I appreciate it, but. Yeah, like I say, I, I'm so happy to be back here and, you know, seeing people I know and I miss a lot of folks here. And, uh, you know, uh, Laurel got mentioned there in passing and uh, huh. uh, we have to, you know, include in this interview, uh, we will for sure, that that, that you as a duo, uh, uh, you know, have, have new material periodically and your latest one that you put out, which I played a song from a week or two ago, uh, is called After the Fire, right? Yes, and uh, that that album, I'm really happy with how it turned out. We we basically we we recorded the start of it right before the 2020 CZU fire that burned our the town of Bonnie Dune where we are, and uh, almost burned our place down. And then the shed that we were recording in got burned down, uh, where we we're renting. And um, and then we finished uh, that album at the at our dwelling uh, our accessory dwelling unit uh, where we were staying while we were evacuated. So the album was recorded right in the middle of this whole nightmare of fire and really bad air quality and all this stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it turned out good. I'm really happy. Laurel played viola on it, cello, and there's just a lot of interest. I played piano even on a couple of tunes. It just, it's an album that has a lot. And it's also like a lot of pandemic, like trying to rise through the ashes, like uh, kind of th uh, themes. Uh, yeah. So that, that's after the fire. Yeah. You can, have a that's called Dan Fershat Laurel Thompson after the fire. One thing I want to talk about before uh, we finish it too is uh, uh, something that was very sad for all of us is the uh, the passing of Bill Bourne. And I know you had a strong reaction to that and let people know how wonderful he was. And uh, we had a tribute show to him too. Um, so he actually, as I it sunk in yesterday when you told me finally that you actually he was. Uh, the producer of Lucky Day, is that right? Yeah, so uh, Mitch Vidalik, uh, you know, knew him for a long time. And when he told me that he was going to bring in uh, Bill Bourne to produce the album, I remember just being blown away because I didn't know what producers he was going to get. Like He just had an idea about this vision he had. And he just kind of didn't really say much about it until the last minute. And so all of a sudden, Bill Bourne's on a plane. And he, I, he meet, I meet him at the Winnipeg airport. And he's got a... 1969 Gibson Hummingbird in a soft shell case on his shoulder. And he's got the top hat on and the black long coat and the black everything, you know, wearing all black. And uh, just was a really profound presence, you know, like one of these people that you just go, wow, this guy, this guy just, he's, he's on a real deep level and a really high level at the same time. So he's got his whole sensibilities on 10 and, um, as a result, uh, having him around as a presence while I was making the album, I really believe contributed to it. Uh, I believe too, I, I had a partner at the time named Haley and uh, she was a really great presence in my life too at the time. 
uh, there was a lot of hope in the air. Like Mitch Podolik was, you know, trying to get me out there and you know get the music career going for me and all that. And that so that album has that feeling on it. You know, it's like, uh, and uh, it wasn't just the water I was drinking. You know, it was like there's a lot of uh, sort of all these different factors that that turned that album into what it was. Most of the songs were recorded with this two hundred dollar a Washburn D29S, it was called, and it was left-handed. And I bought it at Long McQuaid in September 2003. And I, I was like, it sounded like a, like a like an old Martin, like it had this big, huge sound. And it was an old guitar. It was like probably 25, 30 years old, so it had worn-in sound. And it got stolen, like uh, the night of the, uh, I think right around the CD release party, it got stolen out of my car. So um, I don't know where that guitar is, but... Um, I would love to be reunited with that guitar because it had a lot of songs in it. That's the other thing. It was like a just very inspiring guitar. And so I had all these songs I was writing out like Mandolino Waltz and and uh, I Love Everything About You. And uh, I wrote my, my Bride and I on it. And I wrote, what did I also write on there? Ukulele Haley and uh, Piper Road Spring Boogie. I wrote all these songs on this guitar. Beautiful, yeah. And the songbook okay. got stuck. Too. that was terrible so they stole the case with the songbook and all that in it and i remember uh just uh you know bill it's this is the thing about bill Bourne, how amazingly mystical and, and magical he is is that he had rented a stratocaster to play on this song romania that we're about to hear and uh and and it's nice little touches of electric guitar you can hear on there and that guitar was a 900 dollars guitar from Long and McQuaid that he'd rented and he hadn't gotten any protection on it. He hadn't gotten any of that stuff. And he gave it to me to return it uh, when he left on the plane. He said, okay, see you later, Dan, bring that guitar to McQuaid's back for me. Sure. And they'd stolen my guitar out of the trunk and that guitar was still there. So it was really wild because I don't know, anyone could have grabbed both really. Like it wouldn't have been a big deal to grab the Strat. And then, you know, it would have been a real tragedy to have that kind of, uh, I guess responsibility to pay for that or whatever. But anyway, um, that just shows you, you know, he was one of these guys that just uh, he trusted in the universe, I guess. Um, Let's listen to Romania. Always been messed around, tore up and down. Always had a love last too long, stuck me around. I never seen Romania, never seen the sun rising there. Never smelt the grass, felt emotion melt me there. Never seen Romania. Had a stride, stood so proud so long. Walked a mile in everybody's life. Should have made it down the cobblestone. For accordions and shoeshiners survive I've never seen Romania Never seen the sun rising there 
never smelt the grass or felt emotion melt me there. I've never seen Romania. I've been to Kansas City, took my pack and my compass. I walked around downtown Kansas. But I never seen Romania. I never seen the moon standing still there. I never smelt the grass or felt the motion of me there. Never seen Destroyed people, too hurt to turn away. I found out love was mine to give, so I stayed. I never seen Romania. I never seen the port of Constanta. Romania by Dan Frechette, who's my guest today. So your your trip in the last few weeks here has been successful, Len. Uh, and I was telling you yesterday, the first time I remember seeing you was at the uh, folk festival in the 90s. And as a young lad with long hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, uh, at the, uh, at the uh, sorry, at uh, Burr Oak stage. And I thought it was your mom in the audience, but it was your sister, Carol, watching you. I remember and uh, but uh, you're coming to see your mom, who's ill here now, and and you got to play for her, and that was important to you, I think. And uh, yeah, like you, you thought, yeah, it's just a really um, profound uh, loss. And I, the thing that the only thing that's helping me in all of this is when I start telling telling friends about uh, my mom having dementia, and uh, a lot of people have a story that's similar. And it, it really helps because people all can, you know, we all can talk about this and about our experiences. And uh, it, it does help, you know, when you, when you find out, you know, that it's not, it's, it's just something that happens, I guess, for some people. And they, they, they know how to deal with it because they've been through it. 
so they'll give some advice. Um, I've had really good advice about um, how to how to approach my mom um, in, in this time, and it's like getting to know a new mom. You know, like you're 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 having to like kind of put away a lot of things, and it's sad because it's a mourning period, but it's also a period of of gratitude and looking back and seeing what an amazing life she had uh, up to 74 years old and now she's 76 and um you know i'm really sad she can't be here at this house like this is you know she put all this stuff up that's on these walls this is this is her place and uh my brother is here he was taking care of her the last year that that she was uh, here living here and now uh the only thing left my brother's here but there's also uh the, the, her cat at which you might have heard meowing earlier there and um it's uh it's really quiet and uh it's a really quiet home it's it, i miss her whistle and i miss her you know walking around and whistling in the, in the hall and uh i miss well, her you know just talking you know about all kinds of things she was a very talkative person and very supportive and she just loved the music um it were for and for her i wouldn't be here there's no way i would have ever gotten on a roll um, you know, when, when, when a parent sees a kid has the talent and they don't shoot the kid down and they, they let, they, they, they support the kid. I mean, I wasn't amazing when I was 12 years old, but they saw something, my parents, and, um, they just, you know, they were just saintly in hindsight, uh, was aware of it then anyway, but just, you know, how they, how they let that all happen. They supported me, mm -hmm. um, and like, like number one fan support, you know? Yeah, and that's, that's just something you just, yeah, you can't replace that. So you went and saw her, and uh, I know yeah. you're telling me she appreciated you going and playing for her right now too. Yeah, and that's what that was great. I sang a good uh, 25 minutes of of songs from back in the day that I wrote when I was a kid, and then I even did some stuff off Lucky Day that she remembered, and so she was singing along, you know, and her eyes were lighting up, and that was great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I won't forget that. <laughs> So I'm actually going to go into some a couple of bluegrass songs that, again, you know, as we go through different styles that you played and all the music you recorded. And uh, I see that I chose uh, another one that wasn't chosen by you, but it'd be nice to start it off now. It sort of follows what you're, you're nice, a nice uh, waltz following uh, called Jacqueline's Waltz. I know it's not dedicated to your mom, but it's a nice uh, feeling right now to, to follow us uh, talking and remembering your mom here. And then also uh, another one from that same album will back it up, back play it back to back is all all right now. Yeah, and um, you know you're playing. Uh, what are you playing on on that? Well, that one I had a fun time playing dobro. I kept uh -huh. doing these dobro riffs in there, and then uh, Patty Kusterock's playing fiddle, and Rob Wrigley's on banjo, and Jeremy Russo is on uh, mandolin, and Tim Longbottom is on bass.
this is Dan Frechette. You're listening to the Musical Diversity of 101.5 UMFM. How did any of the gigs go that you had when you were here? You went. Uh... Well, I only had a few gigs. Like I had, um, I actually held off a huge avalanche of gigs because uh, I just said I just wanted to come here just more to <laughs> relax. Because back home, yeah. so far here, I played 130 gigs or so. So I'm usually playing like four to six gigs a week, and I'm, my my hands hurt. It's just hard. So I'm looking to. Like here, I only played. I played signed on for three gigs here. I got yeah, St. Herbert Farmers Market and um, and a house concert at friends of mine in Wolseley. Okay, and they put a front front porch concert together, which was really cool. I sat on the front porch, and and I was even joined by um, the host's uh, son, who uh, basically used to be a drummer in a band of mine with the bass player that was there um, back in uh, 1997. 
So I, I had a little reunion with those guys. We hadn't played together in 25 years. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really time. And then, uh, and then I'm playing times. So that's it. Yeah. So, um, is Laurel your manager? Is she driving you really hard or something? Or who who's getting all these gigs for you? <laughs> uh, it's all me. Just yeah. seems like the thing a lot about is a lot of them are repeat gigs. So, yeah. you know, I'm finished playing and then I get off stage and they book me back. Yeah. And I, I like it. It's cool. I would rather in the winter, I hope it gets down to maybe two gigs a week. And, mm. uh, and I, I think that might be a little easier for me to manage. And then I could get back to songwriting. Mm -hmm. uh, Back when I wrote all the songs I've written, I, I wasn't playing six days, gigs a week. I was mm -hmm. maybe one gig a month, you know, and I love playing, but it's just, you know, physically it's hard. It, it's it's a lot of gas too, driving to Monterey and from mm -hmm. Monterey to Bonnie Dune and back all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it's like, you know, you're kind of eking it out as a performer and I encourage all listeners to support you and we know who you are and know how to keep in touch with you and all that kind of stuff. As we go along, It'd be nice if you uh, kind of got a couple of these um, festivals to get some more exposure. Like there's some up these up the west coast. They're like the Sisters Festival. That'd be nice to see you play there. Uh, you know that one? In uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people suggest I play that one. I've been trying to figure out how to how to get into a lot of these opportunities, but at the same time, I go well my. My journey is my journey, you know. So out there, there's everyone out there, and and everyone's looking at the other guy's journey, and they're all looking at each other, going, "Oh, well, I should be playing there." And I, it's like, no, no, I'm on this journey. Mm -hmm. I, I want to get to know this journey, and that yeah. that once I realized that, it's like you embraced your own journey, you know. Yeah. So you're you're getting more well known out there in California, though. I think there was even kind of a festival kind of thing. I thought you played there. Uh, yeah, like, Laurel and I got booked at a bluegrass festival. This uh, called Good Old Fashioned Bluegrass Festival. Yeah, and that that was fun. Um, I I would say most of the time, you know, we're managing because we're we're diversifying, and we're just uh, doing things that are you know putting on a lot of different hats. Uh, mm -hmm. We have we have uh, all these sort of different uh, hats we can wear. You mean musically or? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So like the, the pandemic was tough, but it taught us to just be really creative and strategic. Yeah. Um, more so than we ever were before. Which, like there was a point where I hadn't done a gig in a year and a half. And I had, I think I had like a dozen students online. Nice. And if it weren't for them, and along with all of the nice people that were donating to me when I was doing Facebook live streams, I wouldn't have made it. Um, and then downloads from Bandcamp. So I was living off that. And now that I'm back to playing, I really miss playing and I think a lot of people miss the music being played at them. So nowadays oh. it's like gigs galore. Like it's just, it's a, it's a boom, you know? So I'm, I'm riding the boom, but yeah. then at the same time I'm going, well, you know, I, I can ride a boom for a while, but I need, I need to calm down a bit and get back into my, uh, uh, you know, I, I call it my inhale for mm -hmm. there's the inhale era and then the exhale era. <laughs> so all, all summer I was exhaling and I want to inhale again. <laughs> back into the woods you know so we're we're uh one thing i want you to do is 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 tell me a song because i did as, as i you know and we've mentioned i already played a song from um after the fire uh is there another one that we can play before the end of this hour to kind of round things off from you from you and laurel well, I, I like hey it'll be okay i like that song because you know there's a lot of people suffering 
Yep. Lots has happened. We're all uh, we've all been uh, affected by this uh, this time, this era. All kinds of things, like social media, pandemic, world politics, uh, struggle everywhere. So I wanted to write that song, and I hope people enjoy that song. Okay, so maybe we'll just end it there. And uh, thanks for doing this on a short notice, <laughs> and with the uh, the good news that there's uh, angels uh, watching over uh, lost guitars and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love this thing. Man. It's it's a keeper. Sounds really nice, and it's nice to have. I really like how I never have to barely ever tune the thing. Like that's like a tall string that never goes out of tune is a real dream, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dad. Hey, I really appreciate you, John. Okay. Safe travels. Yeah. Anytime, man. Like, let me know if you want to chat. I'm always happy to chat. Okay. Okay. Thanks I'll keep, for uh, I'll keep sending you little likes and. Uh, comments on your uh facebook too okay yeah okay thanks again okay bye okay bye you can't say that it's over so many do survive just spend your days being grateful, happy to be alive. And everywhere there's misfortune, everywhere there's life, you can see what we perceive. Change the people, but you can dance in faith. You can see the moon and the sun and the stars and say, Hey, it'll be okay. Look out at the survivors, so many learning to live. With fire, those we can forgive. Some people fighting for freedom, some people fighting the free. We all must die in grace, making history.
Chances are you're broken Chances are you're healed Don't shy away from truth, babe Learn how to feel You're not alone, my friend Take a look around We're all sheltered in these houses Without a sound It's okay, it'll be okay You can't change the people But you can dance in faith You can see the moon and the sun And the stars and say Hope you enjoyed our feature interview with Winnipeg's Dan Frechette. That was Dan and Laurel from their latest After the Fire. That was Hey, I'll Be Okay. One of the hardest working musicians I know, dedicated to and immersed in the enjoyment of music. Dan Frechette is at danfrechette.com and all his music on Spotify and, of course, bandcamp.com. Stay tuned. Back with Hour 2 of Planet Mainstage in a second. Hello, my name is Gergely Barca from Beishodrom. I hope you're enjoying the music of the world on Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM.
Welcome to Hour 2. That was Bruce Coburn, who has just announced the November release of a Rarities album. We heard a media release of Water Walker from the album. Originally from the soundtrack album of the film of the same name, the film was by and about Canadian canoeist artist Bill Mason, containing beautiful cinematography of the Great Lakes region. Bruce composed the title song and film score with friend fiddler Hugh Marsh. I am playing this song today in recognition of yesterday, September 30th, Canada's National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Hopefully, Waterwalker reminds us of the respect Indigenous people have always had for the land and water, our common heritage, and the responsibility for all of us to care for. Again, Bruce's tour recently announced in Winnipeg, February 10th. Back to so much more exciting, beautiful music and musicians, but first, our Name That Riff contest. Your chance to show me you are out there, tuned in, and willing to respond right now to some fun. Name That Riff clip I am about to play. And you can win, yes, you can, win a CD of your choice. Just email planetm at umfm.com. Okay, last week we played into current concerts and played the No-No song by our October 4th Winnipeg visitor, Ringo. And Lisa was quick to respond in one, Yay, Lisa, we will get in touch. Okay, this week's clue, another group currently on tour. Here it is. From Solomon. And again. From Solomon. Email planetm at umfm.com if you think you know. We will draw from the correct entry submitted by Wednesday next. Planetm at umfm.com. Good luck. From Solomon. Okay, I want to start the hour with a brand new Playing for Change cut. Playingforchange.com Playing for Change is a multimedia music project featuring musicians and singers from across the globe. Co-founded in 2002 by American Grammy Award-winning music producer and award-winning film director Mark Johnson and philanthropist Whitney Crunky. This is a U2 song sung and performed by performers from around the world. Scores of artists including Prince Diabate and Daniel Lanois to highlight the need for attention to finding missing persons in all parts of the world. The song, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. Song Around the World, Playing for Change. Hijo, yo te estoy buscando. Yo no me doy por vencida. Somos como hermanos. Muy le merdítico, cochito de la gente. Ya, 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 ya,
Ana Casado from Hamza Hamza. You are listening to Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM and around the world on umfm.com. That was ukulele master Jake Shimabakuru with Akaka Falls from the album Grand Ukulele. And good news, the Ukulele Club of Winnipeg is having the regular strum again. The strum is tomorrow, October 2nd, from 1.30 to 3.30 at the Royal Canadian Legion, number 215, at 215 Maxwell King Drive in East St. Paul. 
It's at Henderson at the Perimeter. New members welcome. Hope to see you there. And we heard, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Playing for Change. Go to playingforchange.com to help out and find out more. This is Planet Mainstage Music from around the corner and around the world. Go to umfm.com Planet Mainstage for more info and playlist for today's show. The next set of tunes, a longer set filled with goodies today. The Mavericks coming to Winnipeg October 9th. Also, Milk Carton Kids, Winnipeg October 27th. Secret Sisters, Willie Nelson, Emily, Emily Burgess. And to start from James Keelahan's new album, Second Hand, one of several co-writes. This one with fellow Albertan native Kara Luft. This is their song, Alberta, on Planet Mainstage. I walk out of a morning fair Those rocky mountains shining Shadows drift of frost-covered hills Colors all golden tan Crystal river through the valley ran No one's ever owned me It's the first time ever I've been claimed Alberta is her name I sat down, I wrote to you I said you should be coming You're never gonna see a sky so blue Drapes of green in a northern sky Wave like flags and the stars dance by Never thought I'd say it You won my heart It's easy to explain Alberta is her Alberta is her name 
In search of rest and comfort Though you can find no solace where you are Keep your eyes wide And remember me This ain't the place I thought I'd be That's how it goes with romance One breath of her You'll never be the same And Alberta is her name And Alberta is her
Get out the fiddle and break out the bow Take off the gloves and throw down the hoe Worked hard all week, my back is sore It's Friday night, I'm ready to roar Ready to roar, ready to roar It's five o'clock and I'm out that door I'm hot and dusty, I'm tired and warm But it's Friday night and I'm ready to roar Up and putting that down. I'm tired of my boss bossing me around. I'm changing my clothes, going into town. Light a little up and drink a little down. Ready to roll, ready to roll. It's five o'clock and I'm out that door. I'm hot and dusty and I'm tired and warm. But it's Friday night and I'm ready to roll. See my friend, tell me, meet me at the bar, we can try that again. He might not know me cause I'm low class, tell him I'm the one with his head up his ass. Ready to roar, ready to roar, it's five o'clock and I'm out that door. Hot and dusty and I'm tired and war. But it's Friday night and I'm ready to roar, one more of And this is Doug Cox from Vancouver Island. Keep your radio tuned in to Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. Do you know how I ache, black-winged butterfly? Do you know how I'm making when I see you fly on by?
fake it like we are the only one What if we turn the other way? What would we do? What would we say? Would it all, all be okay? Oh little baby, oh where did you go? How did you get down in that deep dark hole? How the hell we gonna get out? Where the hell we gonna go? Let's make a ride off to the blistering sun Let's make the morning like we already won Baby, let's fake it like we are the only ones Baby, let's fake it like we are the only ones Baby, let's fake it like we are the only ones If he brings you happiness Then I wish you all the best It's your happiness that matters most of all And if he ever breaks your heart If the teardrops ever start Well, I'll be there before the next teardrop falls Si te quiere de verdad Y te da felicidad Te deseo lo más bueno para los dos Pero si te hace llorar A mí me puedes hablar Y estaré contigo cuando triste estás By your side To drive my vibe away Every teardrop that you cried And if he ever makes you blue Just remember I love you And I'll be there Before the next Teardrop falls Miho
to drive my way Every teardrop that you cried And if he ever makes you blue Just remember I love you And I'll be there Before the next teardrop falls Yeah, I'll be there Before the next teardrop falls Hi, hi, hi. This is Planet Mainstage and that was dedicated to friends Jan and Tim and Gail that was the Mavericks, of course, coming to Winnipeg next Sunday, October 9th. That was their heartfelt before the next teardrop falls. Before that, the only ones, the Milk Carton Kids Folk Fest show at the Burt, October 27th. Secret Sisters, Beautiful Harmonies, Carry Me. Willie Nelson, Ready to Roar. Trout Forest Participant, 2022, Emily Burgess, Recommended by friend Charlie Brown, her live song Excuses, and started with Alberta by James Keelahan. He's currently touring his new album, Second Hand. Well, one more set of tunes. Thanks for listening. Reach me, John, anytime, planetm at umfm.com with questions and comments. Visit the show info and podcasts at umfm.com. Thanks to Dan Frechette for the interview in the first hour. Hopefully he's safely back at home in California again. Support Dan at danfrechette.com and friend him on Facebook. Always lots of fun. We'll finish off with some bluegrass to send you off in an up-tempo way, and it's dedicated to Lynn, High Bush Cranberry Rock, by Chris Cool and Company. Also another gem from Robert Plant and Alison Krauss, You Led Me to the Wrong. From Boy and Bear, Australian group playing at the Park Theatre tonight, the intriguing State of Flight. You must watch the YouTube video, State of Flight. And to start, congrats to Winnipeg's Sweet Alibi, who won the Roots category at this year's Western Canadian Music Awards last week. A well-produced album, their best so far, Make a Scene. This is Get It Right. See you next time on Planet Mainstage. Be kind. Bye-bye. Here I sit and think of all the time that's been That I've been doing wrong Time won't wait, it keeps rolling on I'll try not to stay too long Too long Here I sit and think of all the time that's been That I've been doing wrong I'm going it keeps rolling on I'll try not to stay too long
Sense of. But I've never known 
enough to resist this life Stay and fly Justin Adams and I hope you're enjoying the musical diversity on 101.5 UMFM. me mm-hmm. 
that we would be with on this I'll lay my money down you were seen calling my best friend you caused me to shoot him down you caused me to shoot him Puts him in. 